On today's show, according to Tim McMahon, the Dallas Mavericks have had conversations about DeAndre Ayton. Should the Dallas Mavericks consider a trade? And is there something going on with the Jazz and the Mavs? We'll talk about that and more on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show, making Lockdown Mavs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to one, listen every day, and two, Comment anything below. Let us know. Would you trade for DeAndre Ayton if you were the Mavs? You have to give some stuff up to get some stuff. Is that a risk worth taking? This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com. The rumor renegade, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I thought you were doing like an interpretive dance. Over there. I did do a lot uh, of hand motions just now in the intro. I learned a brand new word today. Oh. If, you, if you're in Dallas, then you're going through some weather stuff. Hopefully Squall? you're staying. <laughs> no, no. That's a Hopefully winter you're weather staying, thing. You're staying safe out there as, you know, if Dallas gets just a tad bit of ice. The city shuts down. No one knows what to do. I love it. I love it every time like snow drive. day's coming. Let's go. Everything's closed no, down. I, I love it too. And, uh, my wife loves it because I'm working from home. So we're uh, in the house with the family, played in the snow today. And I, well, it's not even snow. But the phrase I heard today, thunder sleet. It yeah, didn't even yeah. like snow. <laughs> yeah. It is. It it was a thunder sleet for, and I've never heard like thunder and storms during ice and snow. So this is a whole new thing for me. So it, it thunder sleeted. Today is like a wrestling name. My dog was so confused today. I was like, he was like, it's snowing outside. He's like, he's seen snow before. He's like, it's snowing, but there's thunder. Usually it's rain. And I'm like, don't worry. It's an airplane. (laughs) He was like, like, okay. But yeah, there was like, like balls of like, like airsoft balls. Like, like, you know, those airsoft pellets is like that size of like hail. And then it was thundering at the same time. It was the weirdest thing that, I, yeah, that I've been a part of too. Uh, the world is, is things are happening. <laughs> things are happening to, to our world. Um, today's episode, we're going to get into some rumors. According to uh, Tim McMahon, Zach Lowe, they had a great conversation on their podcast about all kinds of different teams. They talked about the maps for a good bit and shared some news and some, some rumors that the Dallas Mavericks have had talks in different ways. We'll talk about the DeAndre Ayton rumor. That was a new one that I hadn't heard yet. And we'll, we'll talk about what that means and how real that is and all that. If the Dallas Mavericks should consider that. We'll talk about Utah because it seems like fingers. Do the fingers. Fingers. Something is happening. In, and something is happening in Utah. Everybody's talking about the Jazz right now. And apparently they're sellers. Um, Dory Vinny Smith has been linked to the Jazz and all that. And then should the Mavericks be sellers or buyers? There's all kinds of different directions the Mavericks should go. So we'll talk about all that today. Let's get into this. Okay, according to Tim McMahon, who's very plugged in, one of the few reporters we really trust about Dallas Mavericks stuff, when he says something that he has heard and says that it's sourced, we believe it from the Dallas Mavericks. There's not, we can probably name on on two hands, we can count the number of reporters we really believe with Mavericks stuff. Probably one, but. Yeah. 
DeAndre Ayton, this is from Tim McMahon, quote, DeAndre Ayton is a name I've heard around the Mavericks. That would be more of a later rather than right now situation. They do both have the same agent, Luca and Ayton with Bill Duffy. And so that really perked my ears up because that's a very interesting hypothetical. Seems like the Mavericks have just had internal talks about it. They're talking about probably all the stars in the league. They've talked about Zach Levine. We've heard that publicly. They've talked about, you know, a bunch of different guys. Is who can be the next star next to, to Luca or who can give Luca some help? Who can bring in and, and plug some holes for this Dallas Mavericks team? And Aiden is just a really fascinating name because I think one, he does fit a lot of holes for all the all the faults. You saw every single one of them in the Mavs Suns game recently where he goes, what do you want? Four of sixteen in the first half, and you're just like, How are you not? dominating Dwight Powell right now. Like every center has been dominating the Mavericks with all their injuries and stuff. And he just couldn't dominate. And he still played good rim defense and had a, like 20 rebounds in that game. So you can see where he would fill a lot of the holes. And you, I'm just curious if that's a direction that if you were the Mavericks, you would consider going down. Like, should these talks have happened? <laughs> I'm, I'm so fascinated to see what happens with, with Phoenix, because, you know, if you forgot what happened, you know, over the summer and stuff, they it, it was really sticky about Aiton. You know, I mean, really, the playoffs ended with, you know, the Dallas, if y'all don't remember, hey, uh, the Mavs in uh, game seven playoffs. Um, it's pretty good Spanish, beat down. So uh, if you don't remember, you can reach out to Brandon Clean, host of Lockdown Suns. Leave Brandon alone. Leave Brandon alone. Anyway, Aiden, Monty, Williams and stuff, they didn't seem like they're on the same page. All these different reports. Uh, it's not on the, the same summer. page. They didn't talk to him from the end of game seven <laughs> till the start of the next season that Monty Williams didn't talk to DeAndre Aiden. Like that's that was a red flag for everybody. Red flag. So on top of that, uh, <laughs> another red flag is he signed an offer sheet with another team. <laughs> and <laughs> so he signed it with the Pacers. Sons decided to match really quick. So a little bit of rocky start to uh you know, training camp for this season for Aiden and the Suns. The season hasn't gone, you know, as planned, if we, you know, pretty comfortable saying that. So if they look to shake up things, I mean, I mean, some people are speculating Chris Paul stuff already. Is it DeAndre Aiden? Do they try to get out ahead of, you know, the Aiden stuff? Do they do it now? Do they do it over the summer? And if Dallas came calling, um, you know, or like McMahon said, you know, names have mentioned around the Mavs and stuff, you know, the Duffy connection is, is real. You know, Luca and him have a relationship. For sure. I think there was even a clip the other day before of them having like a shooting competition, I think from half court uh, pregame before that Suns game the other day in Phoenix. Uh, same you know, draft. They came, came in the same draft together and all of that. And, you know, if you're Dallas, you look at it, you look at it from, I mean, the money part is the biggest thing for him. Uh, you know, he's 24 years old. He makes $30.9 million this year. He just signed that big, you know, he obviously they matched his contract, but after, after this year is 32.4, then it's 34, then it's 35.5. So you ask yourself the question, Hey, how do you feel about paying a seven footer $30 million in this economy? Nick, that's in a this good question. <laughs> um, I don't have one that says Isaac. I need to, I need to like edit one together that says Isaac. That's a good question. In this economy, $30 million for a seven-foot. Yeesh. But, but, it all depends on the the uh, the trade package to me. I have no clue what his trade value would be. There's one side of me that says there's no way this new owner is going to come in and say, hey, we're going to trade DeAndre Ayton and not get back multiple first or an all-star or something like that. There's another side of me, too, that could say, all right, 
like who's going to pay multiple first for a you know $30 million center in this economy? And we kind of want to ride the ship with our, you know, chemistry and all that stuff. So I would be, long story short, I would be very interested if I was Dallas for the right price. There you go. But not as my second star all in trade package. Yeah, this this to me, if, even with this name, is not the soon as they got Aiden. And McMahon said this on, on the pod. It was like, this is this that's not a name you feel like super good about where you're like, oh, we got Aiden and we're good. Like, like, okay, this that's it. That's the second star. But I think that there's a case that can be made if you get Aiden, plugs up your rebounding hole, plugs up your, you know like rim defender hole plugs up your who defends like Jokic and some of these guys in, in the playoffs. Uh, it just, it, it, it helps and it solves a lot of problems that you would have. And Luca can help solve some of those other ones. I know that he's playing with Chris Paul now and like, but he can, he can roll to the rim and he can shoot a little bit. And maybe with the, with the Mavericks, they can help develop his shot a little bit better than what the Suns have done. And like, maybe just a new change of scenery could even help him. The big question, though, oh, is that's that's a given. Yeah. Yeah. The big question, though, is do you want to pay a center that much money? The last time you and I had this exact conversation of how much is he really worth? Like, is he going to go for like a first? Is he is it just for salary relief? Was Rudy Gobert like we literally had this exact same conversation and then he went for the biggest package we've ever seen for an NBA player that didn't make any sense. And so I, I really don't know. The Suns also have new ownership. All the all the laundry list things that you mentioned about the Suns is very true with them wanting to make some moves new owner new owners always want to make like a splashy move to switch things up and to put their own stamp on something and uh jay crowder's like not playing for them veteran guy respected around the league just decided y'all i'm out like (laughs) i don't want to play this season for you guys that's that's another kind of thing that would make a team really want to make a big move or like a splashy move or something and mcmahon even said this is probably a later down the down the road move rather than right now for the mavs but it is really interesting to think about, could the Mavericks get Aiton? The plan for me, hypothetically, all right, they go get Aiton. They, maybe send him a, they have to maybe send him a couple of firsts. It's, you know, some salaries, maybe Josh Green's in the deal or something. And then you have to, still have to go get another ball handler. And maybe if you get, like, a B ball handler, like another Dinwiddie-level type ball handler, then all of a sudden, can Luka, Dinwiddie, another ball handler, and Aiton, and a defense with Dorian and Bullock and... You know, Maxi, can that win you a title? And like, I believe, like, if you don't believe you shouldn't be here, I kind of believe Luca could do it. Like, I believe that the, the offense would be good enough that they could make it work if the defense was elite, elite. And if you plug those holes, it would fix so many different things. But coming up, let's talk about some real stuff. Let's talk about what's happening. I got be- one more thing about the Aiden. Thing. Let's let's finish talking about Aiden, and we'll talk about the real stuff between the Mavs and the Jazz. There are real connections. There are some. Um, that the Dallas Mavericks and Jazz have talked about frameworks of deals and stuff. So we'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about FanDuel. Speaking of real stuff, you can bet on some real stuff in the NBA, in the NFL, all kinds of things at FanDuel. And right now you can go and get uh, their deal right now for the Super Bowl, the big game, Super Bowl 57. Get a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything for the money line, point spreads, on who will score a touchdown, all that kind of stuff. So go check it out. What kind of lines do they have? Do I dare look at it? Who do you think is favored in the Super Bowl right now? Chiefs, Eagles. Uh, Eagles technically uh, the home team. I'd say Eagles by like three and a half. Eagles one and a half. The Super Bowl is all, always really, really tight. They don't always they don't always like give you that big line. Um, Super Bowl MVP. Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes plus 120, Jalen Hurts plus 125, Travis Kelsey plus 1300. Where's AJ Brown? 
AJ Brown plus 1400 right behind Travis Kelsey there. So there's some interesting stuff on FanDuel. Again, go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. All right, Isaac Harris, we've been talking about DeAndre Ayton. It was a a rumor, a, maybe a whisper. What's like the a level under rumor? It's like whisper. There's like a whisper. Sending my... Whisper has it. Sending my birds out and all their little whispers. What's the Game of Thrones all the rave, All the ravens. <laughs> my ravens send out in their whispers. The, the Mavs have had internal discussions about DeAndre Ayton, and that's a name that maybe they're looking at down the road. Will the Suns maybe want to move him? Ayton wanted to move himself, and so, so maybe that's a name that they could be a, a, uh, attached to. Do you want to pay a center that much? Can the Mavericks cobble together an elite enough defense with Luka, Dinwiddie, still have to go get another ball handler? Is that enough for you? It's tough. I was thinking about it and I was like, all right, it's hard to even talk about this because it's going to sound like all these guys, like you don't even know his trade value. Everybody's going to be arguing about Aiden's trade value. If it comes out next, like 48 hours that sons are shopping Aiden, like you're just not going to have a clue what they're, what they're going to be asking for or what they can get. Um, Like what if Dallas, what if Dallas called him and said, all right, Aiden and Crowder for Christian Wood, Tim Hardaway, Josh Green in a first. Oh, and I'm not I'm not saying I'll do it or anything, but you look at it from Dallas's perspective and say, all right, so now your starting lineup is Luca, Dinwiddie, Reggie, Dorian and Aiden. Well, you probably put Crowder in there just to make him happy. <laughs> sure. And then off the bench, you have. Maxi, Maxi, <laughs> you have Maxi, you have Bullock, you still have Dwight. Um, I guess you still have Hardy, but you st- you have to get one more ball handler. That's like a must, a must. If yeah. if you're going anywhere in the playoffs, you have to get one more. And so, but but that like I texted you this when we were talking about the, this conversation. Like Sean Sweeney is licking his chops if he could get Aiton and Crowder somehow, and he has a defensive like rotation of Aiton at the center spot. They've they've died for a player like like that. He'd fit right into the defensive system. He can rotate. Maxi he would fit really well with him. Maxi also. can play with him at the same time. You have Aiton, Dorian, Crowder, Bullock, and Maxi. That like that is a defensive rotation that Sean Sweeney would really like faint. <laughs> He'd be like, oh my gosh, I have so many answers on defense now. Uh, the Mavericks would bounce right back, I think, to being a really great defense. They would have some issues. Like you still have to add another ball handler. The offense wouldn't be great. But the Mavericks are number one in the NBA in half court offense this year. So it's like Luca just makes your team that that much better. It's kind of 2011 ish again, right? Like that team is really 2011 y yeah. all of a sudden. Like the Mavs, Dirk just covered so many holes and made them so good on the offensive end that it, they just need an elite defense. And boom, they were there. They could beat anybody. Yeah, yeah. We can move on to the Dorian Jazz stuff. It's just. Uh- I'm not all out on it. I'm also not running to the airport right now. I'd say running, not driving because the ice, but <laughs> you would slip it, and slide. I, I would talk myself into it. I'm just, there's the idea of paying a big that much yeah. money just scares the crap out of me in this, econ- this economy. But Aiden is one that I would like consider and take the chance on possibly. I'm like doing a ton of caveats right now. But because it, because it it depends on the package. Like we we did this exact same conversation about Gobert. Like, okay, maybe at least like at least Aiden is a bad my computer just made like a really so, like uh it was a commercial about driving. Issa Ray is driving down a futuristic like turnpike. That's a drunk driving. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh I'm on basketball reference looking at Aiden's stats. Um no. so like 
Gobert was a whole other conversation. But with Aiden, at least you have some. You at least you have a baseline offensively. I know he missed a bunch of shots the other day, but he can at least shoot the ball. He's better as a rim roller than Gobert is. Like, like you at least have a baseline there with Gobert's him. money was in a whole different stratosphere. Gobert's too. completely different money, and we didn't know what his price was, so we were talking about it with like, all right, what if they could just get him for like a first, like this conversation? Probably is wouldn't happen with Aiden. <laughs> it wasn't yeah, didn't I mean, happen with Gobert in the three first and I would be like, okay, I can't. Right. And then I'd be out on it. Like that's just too yeah. too steep a so. price. You still have to fix other holes. But if you could fix a couple holes, Aiden is one that would definitely fill some holes there. Let's talk about the Mavs and the Jazz because Brian one horse fingers. There's something going on in Utah. Everybody seems like oh, there's a lot of reports coming out that they are dangling a package Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt are definitely names that have been thrown around. Um, definitely seems like they're going to be sellers going into this deadline, which we all thought they were going to be sellers all season. They started the season really hot, and then that conversation stopped, and now they're you know, t- in the 10th place and only like a half game back from the Mavs, <laughs> like a game back from the Mavs, and now all of a sudden they're sellers. Um, what are your thoughts on the Jazz are interested in Dorian, Beasley, Vanderbilt, that sort of package that seems to have been proposed? Yeah, I need to text McMahon and tell him I feel like I just watched his face all day today because, <laughs> you know, watched the thing on YouTube of him and Lowe. Then he had Brian Windhorst on his YouTube channel, which if you're not subscribed to that, go to go subscribe to that. Howdy, Howdy partners. partners. Uh, and he had Wendy on there literally just talking all about the jazz. Um, talked a little Mavs in there. But when they were talking about the jazz, one, I thought it was funny how McMahon was saying how he's been. In, he was in Salt Lake recently. And how he met with basically their whole front office and how happy they were about their situation right now <laughs> about being sellers and, you know, trading these, you know, these guys. And, um, you know, he was talking about that package a lot. He's like, it, you know, it feels like to a lot of teams in the league, they're hearing, you know, they're shopping that <clears throat> Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt package, which when you look at it, it's around what? When you add those two guys up together, something like seventeen million, something like that. Yeah, seventeen, eighteen million dollars. Beasley's around that fifteen mark. Um, you know, Vanderbilt's around that three or four mark. Yeah, four uh, somewhere through. Yeah, somewhere through there. So, <clears throat> you know, it, it's really intriguing when you look at. I'm I'm a believer in Vanderbilt probably more than some. Uh, I've just always liked his game, and Beasley is kind of like. A little bit. I feel like we do this a lot. A little bit of Tim Hardaway Spider Man meme. Oh no, no, no! It's completely. He's a four years <laughs> younger version of Tim. I literally tweeted out their stats today. Go look at their stats side by side. L- almost literally identical. Like Malik even takes more threes than Tim does somehow. Like I don't know how that could happen, but someone does. Yeah. So so if I was Dallas, you know, I would be looking at Utah saying, "Hey, I need extra compensation, right? Yeah. Like, I need if I'm going to entertain a, a Dorian for those two guys. Uh, Dorian's better than those two guys, I believe. And yep. it's like, hey, I'm going to need extra, whether it's a draft pick, whether it's you know another young player. I, I don't know what it is, but um, that's what I would ha- have to want for Dallas. But you, Dallas's situation though is it it may like the conversation with Lowe and McMahon was so intriguing to me is. All right, if their goal right now <clears throat> is to still find the second star, the, st- the co-star next to Luca, what is what is their plan for this deadline? And, you know, McMahon said a, a very, you know, uh, precise thing on, on that podcast of they're not trying to get marginally better right now. They want a championship and they want to build towards that. And they they know they got to swing for that next big deal. So do do you try to trade off one or two of the guys before the deadline to get assets that you can keep while still staying, you know, 
while still staying good and being the Mild, mildly competitive is probably yeah. <laughs> but you also gain a few more assets for the summer to help you make that bigger trade, or yeah, you know, that 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 part was just really intriguing. Zach Lowe said, "Take one tiny step back to take a massive step forward." You know, you're coming up, and the key figure in all of that is Luka Doncic, and how Luka feels through this because. It's hard to tell an MVP of, hey, we're going to take a step back. Again, because the Porzingis one yeah. we thought was going to be that too. It ended up not being the case, but yeah, like that, that, that's the, the doing the same type of moves that you did last year. <laughs> you had a different result than last year. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about that coming up. Should the Mavericks be sellers? Should no, they? Sh- no, no. <laughs> I, can't, I can't hear that word. <laughs> should they? Should they? Should they stockpile and work for a future move? We'll talk about that. Coming up, but before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. Actually, Isaac Harris, tell me about Built Bar. Oh, I just got a Built Bar. I got a package of Built Bars. Can we do a little ASMR? Do it. Uh, from Sam's Club. Hold on, do that again. Day. I didn't hear it at, at, literally at oh, all. Yeah. Is that great? I didn't hear. I didn't hear anything. I think. I think you're whatever. You, your noise gate is like perfectly doesn't get the crackling of the wrapper anyway got a package <laughs> of built bars at sam's club the other day it was a double package of two different flavors in there it was a package of puffs oh yeah and i had i in the package i have the brownie batter and the churro and i just ate a churro puff right before we hit record such a great healthy snack Delicious. You can get them at Sam's Club. You can get them at Walmart now in the DFW area. Isaac went to a Sam's Club in the DFW area and got them. So go check them out. It's a protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. You can also still get them at built.com. All right, Isaac Harris, we're talking about the Dallas Mavericks. There have been whispers, rumors, talks about what the Dallas Mavericks will do at the deadline. We're, of course, going to talk about them every single day, five days a week. Uh, no, seven days a week until the trade deadline. So we're going to continue to do our trade deadline dash. The Mavs feel pressure to upgrade before before the deadline. They definitely do. But like, what kind of pressure is that? And can the Mavericks negotiate with Luca and say, "Hey, we're going to take a step back, get some assets, and this summer we're going for the big move." That's a big promise to make. That's yeah. that is a promise. To, first of all, that is a promise that you make if and only if you can follow through on it. Do the Dallas Mavericks know that they can follow through on that? No. Right, because no one does. Like no one knows who's yeah. going to be available. What's going to happen? Somebody's going to have a really disappointing end of their season and decide to sell, or maybe nobody will, and everybody will be just stacked along atop, atop each other and think like we're one move away from jumping up into top four in in the West. Right, we're one move away from jumping into the play in, and so that's what the play in has done to the NBA. It means everybody more competitive, and the games matter a little oh, bit God. more, and all Here that stuff. The games have been more exciting, and get the ribbons more out. postseason. But with the Dallas Mavericks, though. What are your thoughts? Should they become a seller? It seems like no. they're already talking about, you know, Christian Wood, Tim Hardaway Jr. has been out there in deals. Now Dorian's name's being mentioned. Should the Mavericks be complete sellers? I don't think they trade Dorian unless it's, you know, whatever, like, unless it's to get the the main guy. Um, you know, we're talking about the Aiden thing. What if Aiden's price isn't as high as what a lot of us think it is? And it is something of what we hypothetically threw out in the last segment. What if you rope in a third team into that then? And then it's <clears throat> Doran going to Utah and you get a first back from Utah and there's all this stuff and you still get like some ass. Like, I don't, I don't know. That's the whole part of it that gets you. I just, Luca is so close to, to Dorian that, and Dorian means so much to this team. 
that I don't think they're just going to like trade. It would floor me. You would not have a fun pot with me if they did a Dorian for Malik for Malik Beasley straight up. That just ain't gonna happen. I don't know if we would do a pot that day. I think we would. I think we would. The opposite of an emergency pot. No, we we would do it in uh, in remembrance, or we'd we'd have a grieving period. I think think you and I would have to have. Um, But but I think one of the reasons I thought that Dorian's name was out there a little bit, and the Jazz are definitely interested. McMahon made that clear that Jazz are interested in Dorian. That's real. But I think the Mavs, it, like the Mavs are like sending him out there as, as like a feeler just to like build his trade value up a little bit. And then if they are going to trade him, it would have to be for a move that makes Luca happy, right? Where he's like, you yeah. know, I hate losing Dorian. That, that's great. But I get to play with Bam out of bio. You know, I get, I get to play with, you know, like a, another star out there, Zach Levine, somebody out there that would come in and immediately make the Mavericks take us, take that step forward. We've been waiting for the other thing is, We've been saying this whole time that the Mavs just need a second star. That's all they need is a second star because they already have role players. It's Luka and a bunch of role players. That's what the Mavericks are right now. They need that second other guy. But if you start giving away all these pieces and trading all these pieces and then take all those assets and give it for a second star, second star better better be pretty dang good because all of a sudden now you don't have any role players. But there's no guarantee that you even get the guy. For sure. So it's like... I understand keeping the assets in like I know some of you are saying, well, why'd you, you know, Giannis and all that stuff. I was in that camp of like save some of the assets. I'm not saying go out there. You didn't give anybody like spend, up to, to save yeah, I'm not, to save money for Giannis that, that year. That's the difference. I'm not going out to spend all the assets I have right now for a chance of something this summer. I'm just what I'm not willing to do is like trade off some good pieces this year to fully punt on the season. Just to, because like, I mean, we all thought Donovan Mitchell was going to the Knicks. Well, the Knicks still have all their picks and everything waiting to make a deal for a second star. Like they really want a second star right now. <clears throat> they, they don't have anybody like they, they need a, they need like a first star still. Well, yeah, yeah. First star. But it's like there are teams that have assets now. I mean, Pelicans have a million picks. The Thunder have a million picks. There's other teams out there that are gathering assets. You know, also young, good young players. They're waiting to pounce on the next star available. So there's no guarantee that Dallas could even get that guy. One of the things that was really intriguing to me, or kind of intriguing, was just the Christian Wood talk between Lowe and McMahon. On yeah. That, you know, McMahon said Christian Wood was the name that, you know, most likely to be traded for Dallas for him. Um, I kind of wish we could just clip that whole McMahon segment <laughs> on Christian Wood to play it on this pod for all the we can just crap re- that I've gotten for <laughs> stuff that I've talked about. Um, but. We could just replay some of our segments we've talked about. I feel like we were on, we're, we're very much on the same wavelength about this Christian Wood thing. And the Mavs, it, it, a lot of it wasn't even like our opinions. It was what we've been hearing. Yeah, and it's like because we just never hyped him up as the next, you know, second star next to Luke. And it's like I'm just not hearing all this stuff. So, but you know, so him talking about that and what you know stuff that they could get you know back for him. The, what was what was the phrase? Yeah, I was gonna say they the, think? the bullet points about what he said was. Nobody really thinks that he has value. The Mavs could maybe get a late first for him, the same that they gave up for him to, to get him, that they maybe could get that for a team. Uh, that, you know, the Mavericks are still interested in, in doing a two-year deal with him, but they're not looking to commit to him long-term. The four-year deal, the, you know, some kind of uh, re-signing him this offseason. They also don't want to lose him for nothing. They don't want to do that. Yeah. They're scared off by the Brunson thing. They should be. That was a huge mistake all, all yeah. around. And... They're scared off to just lose him for nothing. So it seems like they're going to do some some kind of move with him. Either it's going and, to be a, and he said that 
what he's heard around the league, there's not a ton of teams. This is kind of like his almost direct phrasing. There's not a ton of teams lining up to sign up for the Christian Wood experience this summer. No. In free agency. So. There wasn't this summer. And the Rockets tried to trade him for a year and, and just settled on that late Mavericks pick. And so maybe the Mavericks get that back. And so now you're talking, all right, well, you trade Christian Wood for a first-round pick. That's great for this offseason. But that's selling. You're selling a piece that's helping you now that yeah. will help you more later. Like, you're not getting – I don't think Luke would be thrilled about that either. No. I mean, Luka likes playing with it, especially if you don't make any other moves. Like, if they just straight up went out, traded Christian Wood for a first-round pick that's going to be late in the 20s, I don't think Luke is going to be a fan of that, right? Like, or even do like the Tim Hardaway for Karis Levert deal that we, we've heard before. Like they do that deal, and then they trade off Christian Wood. Like your team's not better, right? Like like that's not making that's not making. Luke is like I've seen Tim in transition, so I mean, I'm kinda, <laughs> <laughs> Karis Levert has to be better than Tim in transition. Sorry, Tim, I just I can't see one more layup anymore. Not go through, but but that's where the Mavericks are. So. We'll see what happens with, with with Christian Wood. He is still the number one guy that seems to be traded. Him and Tim are definitely available. Yeah, and like, if the Mavericks could get some 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 assets for him, that'd be better for them in the long in the long run. I think because I don't think you want to trade Dorian. We we talked about that. You can't trade Maxi yet. Um, Reggie Bullock, like, he was so great in the playoffs last year. These are proven playoff players that you know can go in and do some stuff. Spencer Dinwiddie still has to prove a little bit more in the playoffs, I think, after last year's run. But he, we know he can go in and do some stuff. You just can't. You can't give up Dinwiddie right now, no. because you have no other ball handler in your roster. Literally so like, none other. And, than and Jason Spencer's Dutron. playing re- really good basketball too. So you're trying to add a ball handler, not you know get rid of the only other one. Right. So so th- this is where the Mavericks are. I don't think they can be complete sellers, but I do think that Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway could be sold off in a certain in certain deals. The Mavericks would probably take a step backwards if they're just getting assets back instead of players right now. And then they go for the big swing this summer. It's, it's been the play since the beginning of the season, and here we are still. Yeah, because we just don't think I – I mean, let's see what the biggest name is going to be you know, dealt before the trade deadline. Um, is it OG? Is it Van Vliet? Um, it could be nobody. It could you know, be like Christian is Wood it, is like the biggest name that, that's, that's dealt, right? That happens a lot of trade deadlines. Yeah. It's a ton of moves, but none of them are super consequential. It's just a bunch of moving parts to try and plug some holes here and there. And you're still in the camp that you wouldn't give up both first for OG, right? After after that Pistons game, I'm like, I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm gonna be in on OG, the, but I, I don't. I think you'd have to give. So I talked to Sean Woodley recently, our, our locked on Rock Raptors host. And I was like, and I was like, okay, what if they did Josh Green two first? And he's like, what about throw Dorian in there too? And I was like, Dorian, no, Josh no. two first, like that's too much for me. What if he just did Josh two first and like you know Tim for the for the salary? And yeah. then Sean's like, I don't think that gets it done. I think other teams can beat that. And so at that point, like at that point, Shark Tank, I'm out. Yeah. Interesting. Let us know in the comment section. What do you think about the Mavs being sellers? What do you think about the DeAndre Ayton situation? Should the Mavericks pursue that? Let us know in the comments. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. We'll be doing a trade deadline dash through the trade deadline every single day, seven days a week. And uh, guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.